Welcome to the Live to Shoot podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I've been a licensed firearm dealer for the last 13 years. In this podcast, we talk about all things Second Amendment, as well as we might throw in a sports story or something going on in the, in the news or something in my personal life. So welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Friday, July 16th. We are blowing through the summer here in Texas. It's been pretty mild summer so far, knock on wood. It is, like I said, Friday is when I'm recording this. I don't know exactly when I'm going to get this out. We have been, you know, the the tradition here for the last several weeks. We have baseball today, so we are going to shoot off and head down to around Athens, Texas to play, play a game this afternoon. And so I don't know, I'm going to get this recorded, but I don't know when I'm going to get it edited and uploaded. So while I'm recording on Friday, you may not be getting this until um, Saturday or Sunday this weekend. I'll see if we can get it out today. But, you know, over the last you know, four Five years, really, since Trump came on the scene, I have been extremely frustrated with really a lack of, of truth out there and seeing, you know, what the mainstream media is reporting and versus what we know is the truth. And even when things come out as, as, uh, being factual, they continue to the, uh, the same old narrative. And that, you know, this goes back to Russia collusion, spying on Trump, the Ukraine call, all those things, the impeachment one, impeachment two, just story after story. And now, you know, we've got coronavirus and, the election and January 6th and on and on and on. And thing though that is, I've always been hopeful for is that the, uh, the truth is, is, is like a, you know, a beach ball and that you can only hold it underwater so long. And if you've been watching the news here in the last, um, several days and, and watching some of the stories, you can see that the, tr- they're having a difficult time holding down the truth and even some of the most liberal papers are starting to eke out a f- reluctantly some some stories that you know that they really hate to report on you know one Atlanta constitutional journals finally reported on that you know there was 200 ballots that were run through duplicate times in, in Fulton County. And, but, you know, still nothing here to see. You know, there was no, you know, fraud in the election, but we did a small sample and, and did find out that uh, that small sample, there was 200 ballots, but, you know, there's nothing else to see. We are starting to see some truths coming out about the, the vaccine and that, you know, there are some adverse effects that aren't being told. We are getting reports finally some truthful reports around Dr. Fauci and what his background has been and what some of his motivations might have been. So while it's, it's limited, the truth has started to leak out ever so, so it's been able to leak out ever so much. So, and so that leads me to a story that the Guardian has put out. And this is by far not one of your conservative right winning. It is much more left leaning. And the title of it is Pandemic Gun Violence Surge Was Not Linked to Rise in Gun Sales Study Finds. So what has been the narrative? Gun sales are out of control. 
They've gone up, and that is why we have seen so much violent crime over the last year and a half. And then the Biden administration says, you know, we have got to do something about that. We then this where all their their gun control narrative has come through, banning the quote unquote assault rifles because you know we it's just getting out of control. These gun, you know, violent crime, gun violence is out of control, and we have got to control it by bringing in and outlawing all these guns. But here comes a little story that gets leaked out that. You know, that is not quite the, the, the fact. So the story starts off about it's, it's by Lois Beckett in The Guardian. Gun homicides surged across the United States during the coronavirus pandemic in the same year that Americans bought a record-breaking number of guns. But some American leading gun violence researchers have concluded that that might not, that, well, it might seem like an obvious cause and effect. Yes, they've always, you know, cause and effect. A surge in, in gun buying leads to a surge in gun violence is not supported by the data. And that is one of the things, too. The, the left, they, they don't like to do sophisticated thinking. You know, crime is bad. Guns equal, guns, guns are bad and they equal crime. And if it's, if it's not because of guns, it's because of racism. And those are their, their, their go-tos. Um, it says the findings suggest that, quote, we need to be looking at other factors like job loss, economic change, the closure of schools, community organizations, nonprofit and civil unrest. So, again, what we've always said along at the same time is that the guns aren't the problem. It's it's what's going on in society. It's these fatherless homes. It's poor economic conditions and that we have to go out after the criminals and not the guns. The study is what is out of the, I guess it's the Injury Epidemiology Journal, I guess is what the paper is. And it was by a Julia Schlemmer. And just a few things right out of the study. So in the background, uh, it, it, quote, it says, we sought to estimate the state level association between firearm purchasing and interpersonal firearm violence during the pandemic. They studied 48 contiguous states and the District of Columbia from January 2018 through July 2020. Data was obtained from the National Incident Criminal Background System Check and the Gun Violence Archive. Using negative binomial regression models, we estimated the association between cumulative excess firearm purchases in March through July 2020. We estimated that there were 4.3 million excess firearm purchases purchases from March through July 2020, and a total of 4,075 more firearm injuries than expected from April through July 20. And we, this is with the key, we found no relationship between state-level excess purchasing and non-domestic firearms. And, and she said that the state level, the magnitude of increase in purchasing was not, not associated with the magnitude of the increase in firearm violence. So the study goes on and on. But it shows you right there that increase in gun sales not, is not the cause but for the increase in the gun violence. So some things that were interesting, you know, and in the, in the article, you know, show that says the results of the new study are an unexpected addition to the fierce political battle on how to explain last year's estimated 25% increase in homicides, which experts say they expect will be the single worst increase in the year. It says that the even though the homicide rate across big cities remains close to half of what it was in 1990, some politicians have used the single-year jump in killings to paint Democrats and the Biden administration as soft on crime. You, you know, using old political playbook tricks. But 
It also says Joe Biden has responded by focusing on firearm access and calling for new gun control laws. So he is soft on crime. That That is not unusual because... Here, his approach to the increase in the murder rate is to go after guns. And this study shows right here that that's a waste of time because going after the guns and the increase in the guns is not what caused the increase in crime. So he is soft on crime. They're giving, you know, no bail. They're releasing people on my bail. Charges are being dropped across the country on all the violent uh, protesters in, in uh, Minnesota and in, uh, Portland and in Washington because they, they help push the narrative. Um, it says it made sense that, that politicians and other p- p- figures would point to the increase in gun buying in 2020 as a potential reason shootings have increased last year. Yeah, it, it makes sense because that's their playbook. And so, but we go on, um, and start, you know, looking at, you know, other reasons. And one of the things is it says it was possible that in some states, many of the additional gun sales in 2020 went to people who had already owned fi- multiple firearms, meaning that certain sales did not necessarily contribute to an increase in the overall prevalence of gun ownership. Well, what needs to be said is that the surge in gun ownership went to legal gun buyers. We have plenty of laws already in the place that help prevent criminals from being able to purchase firearms through the mechanisms that they are tracking in these studies. Whenever you're looking, you're looking at how legal and tracking the purchases of legal gun owners. And these people are not committing the crimes. It says the role that guns are playing in an increase of homicides may have more to do with increases in illegal gun carrying or the legal possession of guns. So again, we need to go after the criminals, not the guns. But, you know, I bring this article up as just a little bit of good news that some of the bit of the truth is starting to get out there. And that is because of people out there, like people in this audience that are actually being active and, and pushing the message. And we have to continue to push the message and that we have to support the Second Amendment and the importance of the Second Amendment. So I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. Take the, take these things, these little bits and nuggets, share them with your friends, share this podcast. We have to get the truth out. The truth is what, you know, the old saying, the truth will set you free. It is. We have to start getting the truth out about what is going on in this country and what then that is the only way that we can actually get um to to solutions to these problems and the solution one is not taking away our guns so thank you for um listening share this podcast follow me on social media i appreciate everybody listening contact me if you have any comments i appreciate your feedback and have a great weekend <music>